Every day, I am getting one step closer to having another healthy baby, and Caraway Home is helping me do that. Their ceramic, naturally slick surface cookware allows you to cook with minimal butter. Uh, they're very easy to clean, just a little warm water, you wipe it down. And the best part is, is that Caraway products are made without any toxic materials like BFASs, BTFEs, and a bunch of other things like I can't even pronounce. So you don't have to worry about that. Um, right now, visit Caraway wayhome.com slash TSFS to take advantage of this limited time offer for 10% off your next purchase. This deal is exclusive to my Sarah Fraser Show listeners. So visit carawayhome.com slash TSFS or use code TSFS at checkout. Caraway, non-toxic cookware made modern. It's time for you to see what all the fuss is about, read about their five-star reviews and why so many TSFS fans buy Caraway Home. Order now. This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader this station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Tonight, only on Disney Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Does anyone here know the lyrics? Taylor Swift, the Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with four additional acoustic songs. Streaming tonight, only on Disney Plus. get to talkers a ton first of all it is we are heading into the wedding weekend of christine brown from sister wives are you stoked i'm not that stoked because i didn't get a wedding invite you know what i mean <clears throat> i would have traveled to utah where are they getting married someone like someone message me dm me on tiktok at the sarah fraser show email me the sarah fraser show at gmail.com hit up my reddit uh reddit dot com slash r slash the Sarah Fraser show. There we go. You know, momentary lapse in brain function, but I got it. So I, I am excited. October 7th is supposedly the leaked day, according to multiple sources. Uh, this weekend, Saturday, is when David Woolley and Christine Brown head down the aisle. Now, fans have a lot to say about this. And does she have a wedding registry or not? Should a 50-year-old woman have a wedding registry or not? I'll get into all that. We got a ton to talk about uh, today on the show. Um, welcome to Plathville Tea. Y'all, Olivia Plath and Ethan Plath are no longer together. I'll tell you, I'll share with you all the latest that went down. If you didn't catch it on my TikTok, is Chantel from the family Chantel with Drake. New, new rumors surfacing. And then Colty and Vanessa, famous Colty. Colt and Vanessa. Colty, probably one of the other, like, aside from Big Ed, I'm trying to think of Angela Deem, you know, Colty and his mom, famous faces of 90 Day Fiance franchise. Well, Colty looks to appear, we we will never see Colty again at this point. I'll get into all that. Oh, and the 90 Day Fiance part two of the tell-all went down. I'll give you the highlights. I, 
look, I'm on the sister wives train right now currently. You all know this. I'm on the Welcome to Plathville train. I have been for a long time, even though people find this season, season five, very boring. I'm clearing my sege, my schedule, my schedule, because Sunday night, October 8th, is the premiere of season 10 of 90 Day Fiance. If you missed it, well, like, of course, like, we all missed it, right? Like, I fucking missed it, and I'm so pissed off. Last Tuesday night in New York City, if you follow some of the 90 Day Fiance people, Big Ed and Liz, Jovi and Yara, um, Emily from last season with Kobe, they 90 Day Fiance, they had they had a huge 10-year anniversary party in New York City. I was invited and I'm so depressed. I kind of let you down, talkers, honestly, because like you all expect me to go to these events, but... I should have. I should have. You know, I just, I didn't want to leave Shmano and KJ and it was kind of last minute and I was paying for my own flight, my own hotel. I was like, do I want to do this? The bottom line is I should have. Big mistake. Because everybody in the TLC universe was there. It was horrible. Gino and Jasmine were there. I could have spoken to them like up front and told them, look, we all want to root for you, but you guys are super annoying. Like I could have told them to their face, but I didn't go. Uh, E.T. Entertainment Tonight was there. I'm sure, like, if you follow pop culture and the TLC universe, you saw, you probably saw the pictures, and it was epic. Ross was there from Drew Barrymore show. Ross Matthews. I'm so upset I wasn't there. So anyhow, shout out for the 10-year anniversary. It's out October 8th. So I'm clearing my schedule for that. I did not find 90 Day Fiance before the 90 days this past season all that compelling. I just didn't. But I'll get to the highlights and the lowlights. Um, okay. I'm wearing some Sarah Fraser merch. If you want to purchase it, Amazon shop page, The Sarah Fraser Show. Easiest place to find it is in the description of this podcast. Boom, click on the link. You could have a pillow on my face, a pop it for your cell phone, a t-shirt that I'm rocking out. Rep the show. Okay, it's TSFS all the way. More cute merch coming along. So let's just dive right into the hottest tea that's out there. The welcome to Plathville tea was a pipe in this week. Ethan Plath caught in Victoria, Minnesota at a bar getting very close with a woman who was not uh, Olivia Plath. Now this has surfaced again conversation. I told you this for a while ago. I was sort of late to this. I, I'm, I'm very much a fan of Ethan and Olivia. I, I like Olivia a lot. A lot of people find her very polarizing. I think she's 24 years old and she's lived a lot of her life out on television and she's sort of done the best she could. Um, I was, I, you know, I've been hearing for a while, like you all probably have for months, months, that they are not together. And in fact, the last time they were photographed on social media was January of 2023. So y'all, it has been... A lot of months, okay? We're going on seven months, eight months. If your girl was good at math, she'd break it down. But this sort of really confirms it. I also told you guys last week about the video, the 10-minute video. It's on my TikTok where Olivia goes into the shop, the um, credit card stealing that she says Kim did on Ethan. The whole family's been silent. I actually, I totally believe her. I think Olivia's telling the complete truth. And two big things on that. Like I said on that video, she wasn't wearing her wedding band, which she hasn't done since basically January of 2023. And the other thing she said was, I'm glad to not be associated with this family anymore. And the third thing is, I also don't think she's going to be on the show. I think she is done with the show. I've heard she's living out here in Los Angeles. Olivia, if you listen, girl, I live in LA too. Like, like let's get together. Um, Because, I, you know, I, get, I think Olivia, she's been on my show twice. I really like her. 
And, you know, they got married so young. I predicted this a while ago. I predicted a long time ago they weren't going to make it. It's just, it's so hard when you're young. Now, I know some of you guys listening have been married to your high school sweetheart since y'all were like 14. And some people are meant to bone the same person for the rest of their lives. Or some of these people that get married at 14 are the freakiest when they're 40 and they're having threesomes and switcheroos and it all works. I just think for these guys... Reality TV is the kiss of death because your relationship is put under the microscope, i.e. Kyle and Mauricio from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. I mean, confirmed that they're separated, no longer together. Ugh. And the whole season of Beverly Hills is going to be about that. So I, I think they're totally done, but he was caught in a bar getting cute, getting snuggly with a brunette woman. That was not Olivia. Now, let me say a couple of things because I put this up on my TikTok and people said, well, Olivia dyed her hair. This is definitely not Olivia. Then people said, no, the guy in the photo is not Ethan because the guy in the picture has tattoos. Guys, it's the shadow from the lights. There are no tattoos. And it is definitely Ethan Plath. This picture popped first on Reddit. It's in Victoria, Minnesota. It's a small town. Ethan lives super close to the bar where they were photographed. And according to the poster, Ethan was at Floyd's Bar in Victoria, Minnesota. Shout out Victoria, Minnesota. I love a one-horse town. Ethan and Olivia moved to Victoria last year. For those unfamiliar, Victoria is a small suburb in the western part of the Twin Cities. Victoria is near, um, I guess, is it near the capital? Um, Oh, and it's not far from Prince's famous Paisley Park home, apparently. Uh, The poster said that they are very close to Ethan and it was for sure him. That was the person on Reddit. She said Ethan was there with a brunette, picture dancing together. They arrived and left together and drank water. Split rumors of Ethan and Olivia have been wild for months after Olivia's sister, Sophia, stated that Olivia and Ethan were going through a divorce. And then Olivia came back on and said, oh, I'm not close with that sister. This is all from um, without a crystal ball on Instagram who had that tea. So I do, I do think it's over. Apparently, we're going to find out at the end of this season that they are done. And I expect Olivia to make a statement probably fairly soon with these pictures and things emerging. So there you go. Also, welcome to Plathville Tea. I think I told you all this, but Kim Plath has officially moved in with a new man. Did I tell you this? (laughs) I mean, I'm recording a podcast. Like, I expect you all to, like, answer back. But Kim has moved in with Ken Palmer. Who the fuck is Kim? Ken Palmer? Ken Palmer is Isaac's flight instructor who we just saw last week in the show. All right? Kim has been living with him for nearly a year. She moved down out from Georgia and their $600,000, you know, they have a six, um, Kim and Barry, that farm that we see valued at $660,000 in Cairo. Plus she owns a studio in town Cairo. Where did they get all their money? I know I'm the one like hosting this podcast, but like where? What? The who? Huh? Um, okay, I, I'll have to deep dive and find out where they get their cash because I'm really lost how they made their money. But obviously, they did something together. I guess real estate and there was something else. But anyway, um, she has moved down to Florida with Ken. They've been living together for like eight or nine months. Okay, so she is fully with him. Kim and Barry, as far as I know, their divorce is not finalized. There is no paperwork out there. They are not divorced, but there you have it. Ethan is living in Victoria Uh, There's rumors that Olivia is out here in LA. My prediction, I don't know this to be fact, but my prediction is Olivia is toast with the show, as I mentioned. I think Olivia is, her photography business is booming. 
is booming. I think she has an agent. She now has representation, which you see on her Instagram. And I think she's out here in Hollywood and she's like, I'm going to be cast on another show. I mean, and wouldn't we love to see her on Dancing with the Stars on The Bachelorette? I think that should lead. Uh, hey, TLC is great. But if you're no longer under contract, you have enough notoriety, you got enough fame, you could land yourself on another show for sure. Are there any like photography reality shows yet? Anyway, should be good at that. So I think the show will go on. I do think Welcome to Plathville ratings without her are going to absolutely dip and dive. Especially because you need a villain. Who's going to be the villain? Unless, unless Ethan goes wild. I mean, if Ethan's in Victoria, slutting it up, having a bunch of sex, gets herpes, that could be a show. You know, Kim and Barry, we haven't finalized their divorce. They're dragging that out. Maybe we want to see, you know, Barry's ripped as fuck. Maybe we want to see Barry dating. Barry could be the next Golden Bachelor. You know? Okay, we've got Gary Turner. And then we could have Barry Plath. <laughs> oh, God, I love it. I love it. Uh, let's thank a couple of sponsors. You guys, thanks to you, I get amazing sponsors. Some people go, Sarah, why the fuck do you have so many sponsors? It's because it's a full-time job for me. It's seven days a week. I like giving you free content because I hate subscriptions. Although... I may have an OnlyFans one coming. Stay tuned. In the meantime, I give you at least seven podcast episodes a week for you to enjoy. And I do it through ads. Every time you buy from my sponsors, I love you. It's my full-time gig. I've been doing this forever, and I'm so grateful. So listen to the ads if you can. And if you're having a bad day, you can always skip ahead. But listen to the ads and purchase something, okay? I love you. Little Spoon. You guys, I am obsessed with this company because Little Spoon is a subscription box service food for kids that comes right to your door. You can customize it just like you can any subscription box service. And the best part about them is they literally have all kind they have food from babies all the way up to eight and nine-year-olds. So once you start or if you have multiple kids in your house, you can mix and match the food and then boom. You're getting the best quality. Um, you heard that right. You can have Little Spoon in your life for years to make mealtime tasty and easy. And also, did I mention it comes right to your door? So flexible, so easy. Everything stores right in the fridge or freezer. We freeze a lot of it so then we can just do the meals as KJ needs them. I pick the menu. I change it up. I can order something different every week, every month. The price is right and the quality is unmatched. KJ loves it. This is a great gift from the grandparents too. And it's a huge win-win for the fam. Great protein. They also mix and match uh, food items. So they like conceal. I love how they do that. They kind of conceal healthy things in some of the ravioli and everything that your kids are eating. Make this year's chaos a little more manageable with time-saving, delicious, and healthy meals and snacks for your kids that they'll love. Go to littlespoon.com slash TSFS and enter code TSFS at checkout to get 30% off your first Little Spoon order. That's little, L-I-T-T-L-E-S, P oon.com slash TSFS and enter code TSFS for 30% off at checkout. Dame, do me with some Dame products. Dame love toys are the best on the market. I call him the Nozempic Ben on Ozempic doctor. I'm talking about Dr. Applin and his wife who founded My Optimal Body. I am so happy about this. These are the first mindful eating-based doctors I have ever partnered with. They see patients nationwide, and they are seeing more patients who have been on Ozempic, and Ozempic has failed for them. What makes My Optimal Body so unique, and why am I endorsing them? It's because Dr. Applin actually looks at food additives, the, your addiction to food, 
include your mental health. They do a whole look at you, including your gut health. Many of Dr. Applin's patients are working out, restricting their diets, and still gaining weight. Why is that? Because something's going on in your body and with your mind. Visit MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment. Be sure to tell them the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment, plus a bonus free 30-day supply of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. Again, that's MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment. How about getting up to five hours of your life back when you sign up for Hungry Root meal prep and delivery service? I'm obsessed. I have ta- I've tried a lot of meal prep boxes. This is one of my favorites. In fact, I actually emailed the client to see if I can get like a year's supply. <laughs> They're like, Sarah, use your own damn code. Anyway, right now, I want you to go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS because you are getting 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. The average Hungry Root customer saves five hours a week. Ah, that was us. On top of that, um, you can pick from vegetarian, keto, meat, anything that you like. Right now, Hungry Root is offering TSFS listeners 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. As I mentioned, just go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS to get 40% off your first delivery and get those free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash TSFS. Also, don't forget to use my link so Hungry Root knows who sent you. Yeah. Um, they are amazing. Go to dameproducts.com, enter the code TSFS at checkout. You're getting 15% off. They are known for their sex toys that include your partner. All right. That's what's so amazing about them. Uh, they also have hygiene products. You can bundle the products. Their products are so gorgeous. They come in beautiful colors. They last a long time. I own their vibrators plug them in. You can like use that vibe for quite a while. Then you plug it in again. They're actually so beautiful. They look like tchotchkes that you put on your book. Your like on your bookshelves, really. Um, Now, do I advise leaving them out? No, because your mom comes over, then she thinks it's like a back massager. Not exactly that, all right? Uh, Go to dameproducts.com. Check out everything they have to offer, including massage candles, lubes, and libido items, vibrators, accessories, and more. Go to dameproducts.com and enter code TSFS at checkout for 15% off. Is Chantel from the family Chantel with Drake? Girl knows how to do a tease. I got to tell her. I got to give it to her because I know how to do a tease too on this show. I think you know that. Chantel is giving interviews because the family Chantel is coming back in a month. And she is saying that you're going to have to watch and find out to see if she, because Drake absolutely slid in her DMs. Like that's the truth. But did she slide back and did they go on a date? And are we going to see him on the family Chantel this season? (gasps) Wouldn't you roll? I would be rolling out of my chair. I'd be falling off and rolling the F out of this chair. That would be so good. They'd be hot together. Also, by the way, Chantel has a thing where every interview she does, she defends Winter, that Winter was not with Osuelo and didn't give Osuelo thrush of the mouth. (laughs) On last resort? Oh, my God. When Kalani and Osuelo, who are not together, by the way, at all, when Osuelo cheated on Kalani and got thrush because he went down on a chick with thrush and he got it all through his mouth. I just. Uh. Anyway, she always, every interview, Chantel wants to make sure that everybody knows that that wasn't Winter. I totally believe that. Winter and Osuelo, though, were caught down in the keys. Like, you know, getting flirt nasty with it. They were getting freak nasty. They were dancing on a dance floor. It was like a TLC event. They were getting down. I hope they address that, too, on this season. That'd be so epic. 
Um, Colty and Vanessa. Now, you know Colty, of course, Colt and Debbie famously. I mean, they could have also starred on um, I Love a Mama's Boy, which I need to get some updates on that. I'm not sure that show is coming back, actually. Uh, but Colty and Vanessa, um, who live, of course, in Nevada, Colt Johnson, it looks like he is never returning to any form of TLC. Now, Vanessa came out. She must be pretty heated about this. And I'm curious to see if like this is going to be made right. Because they were big. They were also people that, I'm not sure they were necessarily fan favorites, but people love to hate them. So she came out and um, she basically said, Vanessa said that Colty doing a shoot with for a 90-day franchise with Sharp Entertainment, which is the production company, had an accident on a trampoline, broke his tibia, his fibia, and Sharp Entertainment never checked in on them, never gave them any money. They have $250,000 in medical bills. After they harassed Sharp, they allege, uh, Sharp sort of gave them what they what Vanessa said on her Instagram was like a fake form of insurance. I don't even know how you do that. I mean, I would think you're either getting real health insurance or you're not. Vanessa says it was like fake. And thankfully, they had their own health insurance, but they've never seen a dime. And the ne- basically, and just comes for them, says that they're crappy, they use them, and they will not be back on any 90-day shows that Sharp produces. Oh, okay, shots fired. Really? Shots fired. <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, I would love to see them. Debbie is with her man, Tony, up in Canada, because we saw it, Debbie... Uh, Johnson on Single Life landed with Tony. Well, I guess, you know, they're completely done. Um, 90 Day Fiance Part 2 of the Tell All with Sean Robinson. Live studio audience in New York City. Mm, again, I find I just found the cast boring. I did. I, I just, I wasn't into it. Gino and Jasmine were getting again. They are, they have been cast for season 10 of 90 Day Fiance. I, I'm, I guess I'm going to learn to love them. It's kind of like what, like much like kale, you know, um, it's not my first choice, but I just keep going after it. And then eventually I'm like, oh, I don't mind kale in my life. You know, I'm going to do that with Jasmine and Gino. I'm going to do that with them. Um, but, you know, we saw on part two of the tell all a lot of um, Christian and Chloe. Christian says he's going to ask Chloe to marry him. After, you know, other women that he's flirted with came out, his friend came out, a lot of people casting doubt, Christian's a narcissist and seeing, you know, other women and isn't ready to settle down. Apparently he's in love with Chloe and he says on part two, he wants to ask Chloe to marry him and that is going to be coming soon. Chloe came here to the United States, met all the females in his family. Uh, He says she didn't meet all the men because some of the men have judgment about trans individuals or maybe Chloe. Um, the other big highlight is Amanda and Razvan are not together. Girl, I, can I just tell you, I think Amanda psyched herself out. I do. I do. At first, I know Amanda and Razvan, people were like, she's unhealed from losing her husband. I think that's part of it. But I think she was intimidated 100%. Amanda, come, you know, she comes off as like, because uh, you know, she says in part two, I'm dating somebody else. I moved on from Razvan. They're not together. She psyched herself out. He's so hot. Have you seen his Instagram? Like, I was not going to follow bro, but he is so fine. Oh, so fucking hot. Coming here to the United States, getting a visa, wants to come here, be a model, an actor. Do it. He says they'll always be friends. 
And then the people, like the audacity of the cast members to give him difficulty. Like, oh, you weren't sure what you wanted from a relationship. You weren't sure you wanted to commit or come to the United States. And now you do when they're broken up. Amanda treated this man like shit. She was like self-sabotaging. Amanda says she's already seen somebody else. Um, the other thing that was sad, you know, I've been there. I've had two miscarriages. It, it It's so heartbreaking. Um, Riley and Violet. Violet says that she had a miscarriage of um, Riley's child. And I believe her. I believe her. I, that's just something I don't, I, I don't think women make up most. I mean, there are some crazy women out there. So uh, for the most part, and I believe Violet to be telling the truth. I mean, it is, it is, I mean, I do think she had a miscarriage. Is it totally Riley's? I'm not sure that we'll know. But it was very sad. She was so emotional. Um, she's still coming here. You know, Riley tries to play like he's over her and he doesn't trust her. But then, you know, the door's like open. So we'll see. Um, that was it. Misha, Misha and Nicola, you know, still together. He's been here in uh, Minnesota. FYI, people are digging into Misha's past and her ex, a Swedish guy named Gustav. And Gustav, apparently she has a restraining order against. We don't know any further details, but that story dropped. And Misha's two daughters, who appeared on the show, are um, her ex-husband, Gustav's. But we don't exactly know why she has a restraining order against Gustav. Lastly, Christine Brown, as I told you, big wedding weekend up ahead for her and David Woolley. Who's going to be at the wedding? We're going to find out. I can tell you two people who are Cody and the Rob Dog. Cody and the Rob Dog are not invited. And none of their children are. None of Cody and Robin's kids are coming, guaranteed. Uh, I think the only people that are coming are Janelle's kids. Janelle, I don't even know. Are Mary and Leon invited? What's our over-under? I say Mary and Leon don't go. Uh, wait, what did they have? What did they have this summer? Oh, was it like an engagement party and they were there? <sighs> Oof. I think out of maybe out of maybe out of feeling like I, I don't know, Christine wants nothing to do with any of them and doesn't really like Mary. Neither do the kids. They came out earlier this summer. Said Mary was kind of like physically abusive to them when they were little. I say no, Mary, and I say no, Leon. Maybe Leon's invited. That's Mary and Cody's. Um, God, is it son? Yes, son, right? Trans, she's trans. Um, and he's trans. And I say he's invited, but they're not going. Just my hot take. So we will see who's there. Now, the other thing that was circulating was, did Christine Brown have up a wedding registry? And should a 50-something-year-old woman have a wedding registry at registryfinder.com? I could not find a wedding registry. I think this was either taken down or wasn't true to begin with. Like someone may have made them a fake registry. I mean, I guess it could have been theirs. It could have been, but I mean, did they really post it and then take it down? I'm not sure. Um, a lot of people saying it's too soon. Is she going to have a prenup? Is TLC filming this? Now, here's what we know for a fact. Christine Brown has said that she's changing her last name to Wooly. So she's no longer going to be. That makes sense. I mean, she can't, she can't wait to get away from the code dog. She's like so t- done with him. So she's getting rid of Brown. She will officially be Christine Wooly after this weekend. And we know TLC is filming it. 
they are filming. And I, you know, this is the thing that I take back. I think that they are going to, I think TLC is going to seriously entertain a spinoff for Janelle and Christine. I do, because I don't know how you, what What do you keep, go, I mean, what do you keep doing if they're, like, if the sister wives are split? I mean, do you show Mary at her bed and breakfast? Do you show Janelle dating again? Christine living in Utah? And then Robin and Cody. I mean, Robin and Cody are definitely going to look for new sister wives, 100%. Like, Robin is like a polygamy, like, fanatic. Bitch is, like, so upset she has to spend seven days with Cody, even though everyone says that's, like, all she wants. And I think they're going to keep the show going. But I I don't know. I don't know how they do it. I mean, because would sister wives be the same if they do two split-off shows? Whew. It's a tough one. I'm glad I'm not the executives there. It's a hard one to know. But at the same time, I do think they've been around 18 seasons. And I think the cast members, Cody, Robin, Christine, I think they do have negotiating power now. And I think they're kind of calling a lot of the shots with what they're going to film, what they're not, which is why things like you never saw the text messages with between Robin and the kids about the Christmas gifts. You never go in Robin and Cody's house. Um, production doesn't. You know, they have some bargaining power now. So... Maybe they're all at the point they want two shows. Maybe. Um, all right. If you know, Mondays, I do a recap of Sister Wives, the episode. This past week, it was Sister Wives. It's season 18, episode seven, throwing in the towel. Um, you know, I usually air a TLC talk on Wednesdays, and I always tack on that episode in case you missed it on Monday because Monday I end up publishing two episodes. That was a lot, wasn't it? Yeah. You don't have to, don't, don't keep track. Either keep listening or you're done. That's really all you need to know. All right. Love you. Bye, everybody. All right, everybody. Brand new Sister Wives recap show here on the Sarah Fraser show. Um, I love this fan theory. Is Cody Brown on steroids or have the um, hair growth hormone like uh, shampoos and supplements that he's taking to keep what hair he has left causing him to rage out like (laughs) I love that theory so much oh god thank god for twitter and social media uh you know if you're just joining the podcast if you've just found this sister wives recap welcome I'm Sarah Frazier pop culture expert sister wives fan And we're talking about Sister Wives, Season 18, Episode 7, Throwing in the Towel. A couple of big scenes, really just two major ones. We go back and forth from Janelle and Christine at at our old favorite Mexican restaurant in Flagstaff. And we go to Mary's house where Mary and Robin are. And Mary is telling Robin that she is moving back to Utah to take over her family's Well, she's always been running it, but the family bed and breakfast, and she's really going to be there full time, and she's leaving the family. Um, Really great episode. Another, not as good as episode six. And really, the best part about this episode was the ending when we see a clip that next week on episode eight, Janelle is going to go on a date with Cody after we keep hoping that she's really leaving him. Like, what? Girl, what? And then they sillily, like they like two school kids talk talk about making out. Like what? I can't with these two. Like Cody finding himself so hot that he has a great six pack and muscular arms, and then Janelle basically saying that she's still super attracted to him. I'm in shock. But my fa- my favorite theory is: Could Cody be on steroids? Could he be roiding out? And could he be on 
like, you know, people take Rogaine, they take various hair supplements. Is he taking a hair supplement that's causing him to be angry and aggressive? Great theories. I don't know how anyone, he doesn't look like he's on steroids to me, does he? Although I guess he wears those kind of baggy shirts, so it's hard to say if he's if he's really ripped under there. I never even see him at the gym, you know. You see him with his bros this season, but if if he was roiding out, wouldn't we see him doing, I don't know, a sit-up, a push-up? A lot of people, a lot of people think it's that, or the hair supplements would be quite the theory. I don't know any hair supplements that like cause you. You know, don't mind me. I'm just like massaging my face to keep away the wrinkles. I don't know any hair supplements that really force you to roid out. Oh, not roid out, but like make you angry and aggressive for men. But I guess they say they are. So let's get into this. Mary, we open the scene, set the scene. We open scenes of episode seven with Robin and Mary sitting down at Mary's place. And Mary going, look, I'm out. I'm going to go stay there. And Robin's like, Mary's like genuinely shitting her pants. The woman is so nervous. She's like, um, uh, looking off, looking around. I mean, like, honest to God, I, I don't know. She, it seemed like to me, was she like on some sort of drug? She was like nervous. She couldn't make eye contact. She, it was hard for her to get it out. She was short of breath. And Robin's like, what? What? What are you trying to tell me? Anyway, Robin's like, well, you're going to come back a lot, right? You're coming back a lot. Yeah. And Mary's sitting there trying to tell Robin, like, Cody's not interested in me. He's told the world on multiple seasons that our marriage is over. He could take me or leave me. Yeah, I'm uh, moving on. I'm moving on. <laughs> like, I mean, Rob Dog, what? What? Oh. But then again, I mean, look, Cody must have some magic. It's either that polygamy magic or that Cody magic. Because even Mary goes, well... You know, the door's always open that um, that I could, you know, get back with Cody. What, girl? He hasn't said anything complimentary about it. He's, like, so ready for you to be out. Uh, then we switch gears, and we head to Christine and Janelle at our famous Mexican restaurant there in Flagstaff. And Christine, a lot of people are giving Christine. Now, Christine, of course, is a huge fan favorite anyway. So is Janelle. But last night, she got a ton of praise because people loved the way she handled the whole lunch with Janelle, where she essentially didn't gloat in the fact that Janelle said, you know, I I don't see it working. I just, Cody's changed so much. He's not the happy-go-lucky person that he once was. And I, I, don't, I don't think he's going to change back. I don't think it's going to work. And Christine sort of was quiet. And had like a little smirk, but she didn't like go all in. And people really appreciated that because Janelle is wrestling with the religious aspect of it, the social aspect, and she clearly still loves Cody. Whereas Christine's like, I'm done, I'm out. Um, Now, I love where Cody references the therapist, um, Nancy, that they saw when they were in Las Vegas. Don't you think Nancy is probably like, keep your, keep my name out your mouth? I mean, Nancy must be like, don't fucking tell anybody y'all came to me all right it hadn't worked in fact it's worked less for y'all like don't you feel like nancy the therapist is somewhere watching this kind of shit how do i like what service is that on google where i get my name and business erased from like all the google pages i mean that bitch it was so funny oh my god i thought that was so hysterical so 
you know, we we obviously hear from Christine. She wants, you know, she's thrilled for Janelle because Cody drags and leads all these women on. You know, Janelle still wants to bone Cody. We get the feeling. And, of course, they tease that at the end because they're on a hot, sexy date. <sighs> Can you imagine boning Cody? <laughs> I mean, I know it's like, I can't really say that though, because it's like all of our husbands, right? Most of our, most people, they look at your husband, they're like, I I would never bone him. Like, I'm not attracted to him at all, but you are, you know, it's always about the eye of the beholder, right? You know, I'm sure people meet my husband, Schman, they're like, I don't want to bone Schman. No, it's not attractive. Sure. People say that about me. I don't care, but I just, it's funny to me. So I'm like, ugh. like Janelle to me, I think the hardest thing for Janelle is she's actually, this is my theory about Janelle. And y'all know who tune into this podcast. I got a bazillion theories. My theory about Janelle is it's not that Cody challenges her intellectually. He's hardly around them. He's at, Co- he's at Robbins all the time. But I do think that Janelle is worried she's never going to be as sexually attracted to someone as she is as Cody. And she's worried that no one's going to be as into her as Cody is. Because Cody, look, he can't wait to make out with her like he's 16 years old. Um, another idea that people were talking about online is if Robin would leave Cody if she was guaranteed a certain amount of money. I love this question. I love this question. Um, it's a good one. I don't know. Like, to me, they seem, they, to me, they seem like good cop, bad cop, Robin and Cody. You know, like she lets him play the bad cop. She plays the good cop. They're fine with that. But behind closed doors, they're pretty united. I don't see her wanting to leave, but a lot, this is kind of picking up momentum this entire season, is would Robin leave if, in fact, she was guaranteed an amount of money? Wouldn't that be something? Because as the as the episode progresses, you know, it's it's two scenes all last night, essentially. The Mexican restaurant with Janelle and Christine, then back to Mary and Robin. You know, Mary says to Robin, you know, you've you've hardly reached out. You know, you've hardly reached out. Robin, you know, kind of, and and Robin is confronted with, are you the victim, Robin? Because the women say Robin always plays the victim. And Robin says last night, nope, I'm not the victim. I make a conscious effort to never be the victim. I am just, I feel betrayed at this point. I feel duped. I thought we were in a plural marriage. It's all dissolving. I just, you know, and every time Robin, but I agree with everybody online. On this part. I, I don't dislike Robin as much as everybody else does. Sob and Robin. I, I just don't. Because I, I don't I don't get that deep with people on shows. Like I really don't dislike any reality show person. I'm just so grateful that they share their lives. Because I mean. <laughs> what else would I have to talk about? So I don't dislike Robin all that much. But she. You know it is I think confusing for a new viewer like myself. Is like is Robin like great at manipulating this whole thing and making it seem like she just really is the victim of like a plural marriage gone wrong or did she help orchestrate it? And Robin certainly makes it sound like she tries to talk to Cody. Cody doesn't listen. That was her big thing, you know, to marry about Christine leaving and that, you know, Robin says she always wants Cody to talk to the wives. She always wants Cody to work it out, but Cody is going to do what Cody wants. Um... You know, I do. So so Robin kind of stood up for herself. Um, and, you know, I do think we're finally getting to the another piece of the puzzle for me that makes sense of why they dislike Robin so, so much. And Robin hiring a nanny was one of the big things. So even more than, 
you know, they feel like Robin came into the household, which again, I, uh, like I've gone back and watched season one. I've watched other seasons. I mean, from season one, like there's no way I would have let the fox in the hen house. Like, uh-uh. Ew. She was a pretty hot young thing. She'd just come out of this abusive relationship. She was divorced. She was going to do what she had to do to get with Cody. And she did. And she's keeping Cody. Now, I mean, I think Cody's like madly in love with her. But anyway, um, you know, we, we hear from Janelle and Christine that when uh, Robin wanted a nanny for her kids and the rest of them had never done that, you know, Christine, Mary, they all took care of the kids. Janelle always went out and worked. Um, that was a huge divide, huge divide because Cody didn't stop it. He allowed it. Now, I do like what Mary said because, you know, at the Mexican restaurant where Janelle and Christine are talking about Janelle's future with Cody, they're talking about how they've had issues with Robin over the years and Janelle's had issues at times with Christine and Mary. And Mary, like the producers go back to Mary and kind of say, you know, well, how do you feel about that? And she's like, look, if you're in a family, you have issues with everybody at some point. And I do agree with me. I thought Mary had a good point. Also, this was like star moment for Mary, okay? Because Mary has, a lot of people are like, Mary's getting a fat paycheck and all she's doing is like two-minute confessionals. So last night, Mary was the star of the show. She was on almost all the episodes. Um, okay, I want to, I want to, hold on. I'm, I, I want to take a quick break, thank a couple of sponsors and talk about some of the other issues that people brought up from last night's episode. I want to thank Dame. Guys, you need a love product. You know, how about a sex toy in your life? Because everybody loves them. Dame products are amazing. Dameproducts.com. Use the code TSFS. Get 15% off. Look, you don't believe me? Go and check out the amazing five-star reviews they have. The other best part about Dame is they're not, they don't have just like love toys that are built for both you and your partner that everybody loves. They come in amazing colors. They're so beautiful. They look like bookshelf, like art tchotchkes. They also have amazing massage candles that you can use. They have unbelievable lube cleaning products that are so good. They're often sold out all the time. Go to Dame Products. I love them. If you're not completely satisfied, you can take it up with Dame because I only pick sponsors that make good on their offers if in fact you're not in love with it. Go and check them out at dameproducts.com. And you know, enter the promo code TSFS at checkout to get 15% off your order. Little Spoon is another rock star company. Look, hard to get meals that are healthy that our kids actually eat. Snacks are the same way. Well, introducing to you Little Spoon. They're awesome. Delivered to your door, snack time for your baby, toddler, and big kid. You heard that right. You can have Little Spoon in your life for years to make mealtime healthy, tasty, and so easy. Baby blends like fresh organic baby food from single ingredients to multi-textured purees, biteables, which are transitioned to table, early finger foods, plates, lunchers, and snacks. Snacks include dipsters, a classic dippable treat done with Little Spoon in the fun way with kid-loving flavor offerings like brownie batter and cookies, confetti cake, and pretzels. Everything is healthy. Everything you know is from the source, so you know exactly where to get it. Did I mention it all comes right to your door? So flexible, so easy. Everything stores right in the fridge and freezer. KJ loves it. He's addicted to their smoothies. If you haven't seen the cute little tasting video we did online, it's up. The price is right and quality is unmatched. I love it. My kids love it. Grandparents love it too. It's a great gift that your grandparents can give you and the family. Huge win-win for the entire fam. Make this year's chaos a little more manageable with time-saving, delicious, and healthy meals and snacks your kids will love. Go to littlespoon.com slash TSFS. 
Enter my code TSFS at checkout to get 30% off your first Little Spoon order. That's little, L-I-T-T-L-E-S-P-O-O-N.com slash TSFS. And enter my promo code TSFS for 30% off at checkout. Um, All right. So we continue to get from Cody on last night's episode, just the cluelessness of you know, his relationship with Janelle, what could have possibly gone wrong, no accountability. Um, And that's where people are kind of questioning, like, is he on some sort of, is he on some sort of steroid or mind-altering drug or hair loss supplement drug that has him, you know, like, uh, you know, not making sense of anything. Um, Last night's episode overall for me was a little bit more boring, to be honest with you, than some of the past episodes. The fight that certainly went down at Cody at Janelle's apartment with Cody was much more exhilarating. Even episode one with Christine like officially leaving. Even last week's episode of Christine talking to her kids about the matchmaker. Like I said, I feel like Christine's doesn't really get along with Tony, her son-in-law. Just from that scene alone, I thought you could tell things were very awkward between some of the kids and Christine. They weren't wild about this idea of her going to the matchmaker. But Christine was one of the runaway stars for last, from last night for me because I do think she was great in that Janelle wasn't ready to get snarky with Cody. She Janelle is such a good, close friend, and obviously they are like sisters. That Janelle is like, I'm here for you, Christine, whatever you need to do. Um, Mary, you know, ends up kind of calming down as the conversation goes on. And she just talks about the future of like, maybe the door could be open between she and Cody. I mean, we obviously know like it's, there's not a chance in hell. Cody's not really interested. Cody just wants to seemingly keep the family together is really what it looks like. Um, A lot of people feel like TLC is finally putting Cody and Robin on blast by showing their actions and a lot of counter evidence. Um, They're talking head clips. Um, And a lot, so a a lot of people feel like this is the takedown season of Cody and Robin. Um, A lot of people felt like Mary was the big winner last night. I do think she, it was finally her time to shine. She's, we focused most of the episode on her, on her kind of weighing in on the family dynamics, on things that have gone wrong, on calling out Robin for, you know, not picking up the phone. Um, and a lot of people feel like Robin is just trying to hold on to Mary, not because she really likes Mary, but because it's just a symbolization of the sister. What Like she can say she's in a polygamous marriage, even though, you know, the kids are basically growing up. And Mary really wants nothing to do um, with them. I mean, I'd say the hypocrisy is so much in our face, in, you know, in the audience faces. It's the hypocrisy is so obvious to us, you know, Cody and Robin. It is getting like harder and harder to watch. Like, when are we, I, I don't know how you guys are feeling, but I'm kind of feeling like, all right, I'm ready for. We obviously have to see these play, these storylines play out, Janelle and Cody. I, I just, we know they're not together now in real life. So it's like, why are we still seeing them go out on a fucking date? I mean, I guess we're seeing this last ditch effort, okay. But I'm almost ready for them to move on to the scene where they go down to Mexico and audition that new sister wife. Like, like let's get on with it, for God's sakes. Um, 
People now feel like, you know, Cody, again, still really hasn't gotten involved. He's delusional. He's cruel. Um, a lot of people think that Mary should have kept Robin outside and talked to her through a cracked window. <laughs> I love, there's so many good hot takes about this show. Oh, and I will tell you this, breaking, breaking news. Huge ratings for Sister Wives. I told you. Well, now we're almost mid-season and the ratings are enormous for this show. Number one on Sunday nights and basically all female demographics. I told you. People are loving Sister Wives regardless of a lot of people feel like this season is completely boring. So I do think it was a rather boring episode. We did have to get to the bottom of Mary leaving. They all are kind of like, you know, they're not legally married to Cody. I get it. They've been with him for over, you know, two decades. So it's hard to just like cut bait, but... Mary, like, saying there's even, like, a door open is like, okay, no. And good for Mary for standing up for herself. And I did think that the moment where Robin broke down and said, I'm torn between asking Mary to stay and telling her to go find her happiness is, you know, I thought that was a genuine moment. I did. I did. I don't think that Robin's always genuine, but I did think that was a genuine moment. To me, I feel like Robin... For Robin, this is really devastating. I do. Manipulative or not, I just think it's really devastating for her. So, you. Uh, by the way, if you want to continue the conversation, I have my own Reddit. Reddit.com slash r slash the Sarah Fraser show. You can jump onto topics there. Do you think Cody is on steroids or, you know, maybe just taking so much Rogaine that he is um, roining out? You know, at the Sarah Fraser show on TikTok, Instagram, everywhere. Bye, everybody.